as always, we are excited to be able to come to you wherever you are. Amen. We're coming to you live and we coming with excitement. We're coming with knowing that earth has no sorrow, that heaven cannot heal. And whatever you're going through at this particular time, amen, we come to let you know that he got it. Amen. Just not relax, but be visual and be vigilant in all that you think, say, and do. And I promise you, he is just. And he will do every bit of what he says he's going to do. We're so glad that you've tuned in to us and taken a busy time, time out of your schedule to be with us. Amen. And today we are here excited as always about a word from heaven. Amen. And we know a word from heaven doesn't always fit us or please us, you know. And like we always say, we're not here to try to convert you, but we just want to share some truth. And we encourage you to read, study for yourself. Mm -hmm. We're so grateful to have with us Elder Leonard Scott, our co-host. Amen. The pleasure is always, Dr. Davis, to be in the house. Yes, yes, yes. And, and we are now so uh, pleased to have with us, amen, one of our great elders of our church, amen, none other than Elder Candace Merritt. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. We're so grateful, and I tell you, there's so much going on, and and I tell you, the word is going on even more than the events that are going on in the world, mm -hmm. and when we begin to think about the events and the things that are going on in the world, it is so much going on, you hear what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Amen, and the, yes, ultimate, yes. the ultimate of everything is, is that we've got to learn how to really trust the Father. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. said that we trust Him, we said that He was the end of our lives, and uh, I'm not saying that you, you didn't mean it. You meant it to the best of your ability. But now we're in a place and time where we have to either trust him or not. Mm -hmm. And it's just as simple as that. I don't know about you, but at 3 o'clock this morning, amen, in the city here, amen, we had power outage where all the lights went out. And then, then those that didn't have power outage, all of the alarms on their cars begin to go off is what I've been told. You know, and, and that is something, mm -hmm. you know, that's something to be thinking about, you know, and we were talking about this morning when I was getting ready to come, we, we turned on the news and there we see Russia is in protest, amen, that they've really never been protesters before in the magnitude that they are in now, but they're tired mm -hmm. and they're fed up, amen, with dictatorship and, and, and people are just crying out for righteousness and they want fairness and they want justice. And, and it is definitely uh, something that should be done. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's amazing how we just have some people in positions and they really want to be the ones that dictates to everyone. And now the world is in a turmoil and it's turning around proving that most people are not gonna sit down and be quiet anymore. Yeah. They feel like they have a right and they feel like they their rights have been taken away and they want to make a stand. And I tell you, I think what tilt the scale with a lot of things that we're reading now is just a trickle down from the George Floyd incident. Mm -hmm. You know, because that that gave a global uh, protest. Mm -hmm. And then the people begin to realize, not only are we gonna stop here at George Floyd, it's been injustice so long and it's embedded so deep that we have to keep marching and we have to keep protesting peacefully, mm -hmm. impossible. Yes. 
Yes. Amen. Amen. Peacefully, if possible. Because sometimes it's not always possible to protest peacefully. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think, Elder Scott? Injustice is a very tricky topic, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, because everybody has their own way of in injustice. You know, so. Um, so anytime there's injustice, you gotta continue, like you say, continue pushing. It's peaceful, continue being peaceful. Um, but sometimes it's marches are not peaceful for a reason too. And the reason why they're not peaceful, sometimes when you're peaceful, it don't grab the attention. Uh, you know, so uh, if somebody's not peaceful because you're peaceful, then sometimes they overlook you like, oh, you're doing nothing or, you know, anything, but, or they're not serious, they're not you know, serious. so mm -hmm. it, it's, I think it's, you need to know when to be peaceful and when not to be peaceful, I guess, that's my thing, because not all the time, can you just march and say we shall overcome and expect to overcome? Something. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. My thought on it. What do you think about it? Protest brings change. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we've seen that protest is, is like people may say it was seventy years ago, but I always look at it like there's a lot of uh, mothers who's seventy years old. They're still living, mm -hmm. and um, there's a lot of grandmothers, great grandmothers. So seventy years old. 70 years ago is not a long time not, ago. Not at all. It's not a long time ago at all. So it's still very uh, uh, fresh in the land, injustice. And sometimes all it takes is somebody to flick a little something and it the head comes off. Exactly. And that's what, that's what has happened. Yeah. And the head is off. Whether we see the protests as they were right um, months ago, right now, people are still planning. Mm -hmm. It's still brewing. And we see that as, you know, with the Capitol. It's yeah. things that's going on that we don't even know about because we um, don't get the news from Georgia or Mississippi or um, North or South Carolina. All those places, injustice is going on. Yeah. It, even if we don't see it, yes. I have a brother in prison. It's going on in the prison. Yes. Like they're treated different. Yes. Um, their meals are different right mm -hmm. now. Um, some people are let out. Um, uh, doing this lockdown, some are not, mm. you know, so, and most of all, the most of the CEOs are all of, you know, they're not uh, brown. Yeah. So that's why they are in control of the injustice. Exactly. You know, so many people will say, well, they shouldn't have put themselves in there. That's not it. They're in there, mm -hmm. and they still should be treated as humans, you know, exactly. so. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. We just can't see it all. Yeah. And, and it's good for us not to be able to see it all because we really can't do anything about all of it. Mm -hmm. You know, other than trust the Father through it all. And, uh, you know, it just makes me think that, um, you know, if, if, we, we, if we are not knowledgeable of what's going on around us, it's very easy to put us in places where we will be subjected to, yeah. you know, and slavery is not only Miss Seeley working in the field mm -hmm. for the master, mm -hmm. but 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 the lack of knowledge can be a, a point of slavery, yes. and, and the lack of uh, uh, you know to be held captive, and and all of our brothers that are, uh, and I say this brother of color, uh, uh, we we have to be very careful that we are not enslaved. With the men, with mentalities, mm -hmm. you know, because slavery, as I say, it comes in many forms, and 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 um, there's a lot of traditional things that have and will continue to enslave, mm -hmm. you know, the population. Just like you know, I'm I'm not against the vaccine, 
but I think it would be probably accepted more if they weren't so targeted on mm -hmm. announcing yeah. uh, the black and the brown community. Mm -hmm. I think when they say that, they make more people skeptical mm -hmm. of the it's of the vaccine. And it, it definitely, you know, because that's what it is. You know, when you single out black and brown, but when I see people that have died from it, it's just as many whites that have died from mm -hmm. it as mm -hmm. it is black and brown. Yeah. So the question is, why are you just targeting brown and black people? And if this mm -hmm. is where it, it is more prominent at the virus, then just say people, right? Mm -hmm. People, it doesn't matter, black or brown, we want to encourage everybody, mm -hmm. you know, to take the vaccine. Then it, it wouldn't be so much. Now they got black doctors and they got black activists and black people talking to the black community to try to convince them to partake of the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Well, it still brings skepticism, mm -hmm. you know, in there because uh, why, why are y'all still trying to target us so closely? And, and for the most part, you know, we, they want to know why is it so um, hard for. But when you look at the whole medical arena, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, 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 bedside manners of doctors and nurses anymore is, is a thing in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, I, I, I had to go to the hospital one time, and I, had, I was blessed to uh, have... Uh, uh, a real, I mean, I had a real good nurse. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I, if I knew, I knew she worked at Methodist here in Indianapolis. She worked at Methodist Hospital. And uh, I think her name was Eula. Something like Something that. Something like that, yes. you know, but, but she, she was one of the most outstanding nurses. And then from there, there was another nurse that was there. And when, when, when I got out, I wanted to make sure I could sit roses to them, mm -hmm. you know, and because you people people mm -hmm. do not take care of you good anymore in the mm -hmm. hospital. You, you're, you're a number, you're a dollar sign, and if you got insurance, we can keep you mm -hmm. for three or four days. Mm -hmm. If you don't have insurance, you go home and, and yeah. you know, do whatever you do. Yeah. That's it. You know, yeah. so, so it, you know, it, it's, it's the, the skepticism for the vaccine is not because it's just this uh, coronavirus vaccine. It is a long list of a whole lot of things, you know, even with people being misdiagnosed. And, mm -hmm. and we got to know that they told us up front, it's a practice. It's a practice. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, I just, you know, the doctor can tell you, you, you healthy and well, and you leave out of there excited and exuberant and everything and drop dead. Mm -hmm. Or the doctor can tell you, you're going to die, mm -hmm. and you leave out there totally ready to, to die. Messed up in your head. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I think being straightforward is a good thing, but I think we need to use some type of tactic because a lot of people have been told they're going to die, and then went through all of that stress mm -hmm. to find out it was a misdiagnosis. Mm -hmm. How do you come back from that? Or they live. You know, or they live beyond yes. the diagnosis, yeah. you know. Yes. So, you know, you know, it's a very, they, they tell you to trust science, and, and I trust the Father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and in Him there is no science. It's, mm -hmm. it's either yay, nay, yay or nay, you know. Um, I, 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 do, I do not discourage you going to the medical doctors because I think that they're here for a purpose, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, a reason. 
you know. So in, in that, it's just like everything else, we're skeptical about various things, the, the, the vaccine and, and going into so many other things. And however, we, we let so many other things become a part of us, you know, and, and those things are the things that's also taking us out. Mm -hmm. You know, those things are the, the things that's taking us out. A lot of habits, myself included, I have because it was passed down from, you know, and you have to realize that there are things that are passed down from your forefathers, mm -hmm. your mother, your fathers that was passed down from their mothers and fathers, and it just becomes that vicious, continuous even cycle. Feelings, even the even the the feelings, because I can just think of some feelings that um, my sweet mama used to tell me about that I had. And you would think, oh, that came from my mom. You know, this, she told me this, and this is what's good, and I've been living by it, and this is what's been working. It's been working because I didn't know anything different. Mm -hmm. But when that different came, difference came, that's when the fight and the war started within me. And then that leads into what I, what I, you don't, most people don't want to say is a, a curse. Because don't curses sound yes. so bad, yes, and then to just say it against your mom, mm -hmm. but um, it's a generational curse because she too was taught by maybe not by her mama and her dad, mm -hmm. but by someone that she trusted and believed in. Mm -hmm. And just hearing you and me saying too, the, um, what's going on in Russia is really really sad because those are people who just want difference. Yes. However, because they have woke up in their mind and they want difference, now the authority. It's feeling like they're losing control and they're harming them. Yes. And it's the same people they're harming that is the people they calling their people. You know, and like you're saying, it's just is when they start um, losing control, now what? You know, and it's the Russians against the Russians. It's not Russians against black or white or the other. It is the same against the same. But what's happened is they open up their eyes. Exactly. And they see a difference, mm -hmm. and now they're being harmed um, because of it. And that's the same as um, uh, uh, brown people. We like okay. So I'm watching the news. I trust in science, you know, in medicines. I know it healed, and um, well, I'm sorry, but I don't. I, not that it healed. It helped, mm -hmm. and, and it's it holding helped. back. Yes. It's holding back, yes. and you know, pampering what's going on, yes. and. Um, so the whole thing about it is, though, why on the news does, do I hear in the black communities, they're sick. In the black communities, they're dying more. In the black communities, this. In the black communities, that. That would be accepted by me if I also heard in the white communities, they're dying. In the white communities, they're sick. But I don't hear that. And this is just, and it's not, um, it's just the way they, they it's fear. And we're they already dealing fear. with injustice, racial injustice. Right. So that inflicts more into the minds of the people that is this another tactic to to get the people of brown and, and black descent, you know, yes. African Americans, you know, and and, 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 and yes, yes. It's, it's, that's it, that's, it's just, I'm like, dang, okay, so look at this a different way, Candace. It's just the news. But okay, so well, if I look at it like this, um, Everything they talk about <laughs> on the news, they specify and put in bold black communities. Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that whites pass too. Yeah. 
a lot. You know, a I large know, amount. Yes, but they're yeah. not saying that. So I don't know why they're not. I don't know that if they get um, the anchor and gets to to um, talk about and present what they want to. I'm not sure how it goes. But what I do understand is when you go to the news, this is not just the first thing about it, but I know that it's a, um, a, a, a not a process, something that happens all the time. I'll just say if someone is murdered, consistent, consistent if somebody robs a bank, mm -hmm. um, the suspect was a black male with such and such and such. Well, if they don't say that the suspect was black, I know for a fact that the suspect was white. Right, yeah. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yes. I should not have to understand that, to understand that the suspect was white. Mm -hmm. But because they don't say that the suspect is white, when they're white, exactly. I know for a fact they're white. Yeah. But there is no question <clears throat> if the suspect is black, because they say immediately yes. that the suspect is black. So it's a chain of uh, uh, of events, a repeating cycle. of repeating cycle. Yeah. So if you're not paying attention to it, or you're looking too deep into that, absolutely, because I need to look deep into everything that I do. That's why I'm, that's why I stand today, mm -hmm. because I take things seriously and I look deep into it. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you preach, Bishop, you say to us, study to show yourself approved. Right. Because right. when I'm not around, as you preached, um, uh, Elder Scott on Friday night. When Bishop's not around, who is your character? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What do you love? What do you enjoy? Exactly. You know, so it's serious. When I hear this kind of stuff, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not. And, and then another thing with the news is that that is another form of racial uh, bias. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, it, 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 I, I totally agree is that, and, and I do watch mostly. I'm, I'm a fanatic of CNN, mm -hmm. you know, news, you know. Um, but, you know, even, even in that, you know, you hear all of this, you know, the black and the brown communities, the black and the brown communities, and the black and the brown communities, and I think the black and the brown communities should lay down their weapons and unite together mm -hmm. as one because they, they, they're intimidated by the black and the brown communities. Mm -hmm. And just think if they locked arms and came together as one, it would be a major, mighty movement going mm -hmm. on. You know, but then the question is, and, and that's not trying to unite with black and brown and exclude whites. We're not trying that's to right. do that. And that's the sad thing. We're not trying to exclude the whites, but the whites want to exclude us. And I don't want to say white and black and brown, but that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's how they acknowledge it. Well, they don't acknowledge white. They acknowledge mm -hmm. black or brown. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what that's what you hear all yeah, over the news. All, all you know, over. those are the headlines. And you, you don't you don't talk about the black positive things, mm -hmm. but you're always publicizing all of the negative rhetoric that comes with you know, that's that that mm -hmm. that you posted and all of that on, on you know, yes, there there are killers among blacks mm -hmm. and browns. But yes, there are killers also oh, among yeah. whites. Mm -hmm. There, there's blacks that have killed families and seven and eight people at one time a massacre. But look at what y'all had. Y'all had Charles Manson mm -hmm. and, and all of them, David Koresh and all of them. You know, and they, they were they we were white. About. You know, mm -hmm. they were white. So, you know, when we begin to really talk, think about it, when I begin to think about it, you know, it's a, it, it's really amazing that we're here and, and, and we're, it's the time that we're supposed to be 
because we, we, we're going to have to either pull up as a black and brown community mm -hmm. or we're going to be back enslaved because they're really they're really wanting to inflict fear mm -hmm. and this generation is not fearful mm -hmm. and and that's a good thing and a bad thing because they're reckless when, yeah yeah when you're not fearful you don't use strategy you mm -hmm. don't strategize or none of that as much as we talk about the surrection on the Capitol and it was a, it, as much as we talk about it, it was planned now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't only planned from the outside. Mm -hmm. It was planned from the inside. Yes. I told y'all that it was the inside. They now very they're, good themselves. Now they're yeah. really finding out that a lot of people, even sitting on the Senate, was a part right. of the strategy. Mm -hmm. You know. So, you know, I, I think with us, you know, we, we, we just we just always want to pray. We're closing our eyes. But some things require fighting. You know, the word says the kingdom, the kingdom, K-I-N-G-D-O-M, suffereth violence, and the violent taketh by force. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some things you have to get angry with, you know, mm -hmm. and, 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 and not angry to ignorance, mm -hmm. but angry to wisdom, and apply fear mm -hmm. that will uh, in, in ignite that wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, because when we lose fear, we lose respect. Mm -hmm. You know, and somebody said, well, I don't fear nothing. That's a dangerous person. Mm -hmm. But we need to fear. There's a good fear and there's a bad fear. There's a fear that makes you climb the ladder with, yes. with all integrities. And then there's a fear that will entrap you and put you back in a cage. That's real good. That's real good, Bishop, because um, because we're um, sitting at this table and all of us are, are a, a brown people, a black people, the conversation will come off as if um, we're talking about against whites. However, what's sad about that is that we're, we can be viewed. It's a chance to, to be viewed like that because we can't have that conversation. You know, openly, we can't have that conversation of the what's going on, you know, and um, just praying, because definitely we know that prayer uh, um, uh, uh, needs to be done every single day, all day in your thoughts, not just, you know, walking around with your hands like this or whatever. What I'm saying is that's a part of slavery too, because that's all the slaves had. That's all they allowed them to have, and they allowed them to have it secretly mm -hmm. and quietly in huddles, you know, so yes. it's really sad that that too is a part of slavery, so that's what black people say. Well, we just pray about it. Mm -hmm. Just don't worry about it, sister. Just pray about it. Uh, don't do this. Just pray about yeah. it. Have faith. Have that's not a doubt in our mind. Yeah. We pray. We have faith, but like you just said, that the uh, kingdom suffers violence. However, the violent take it take by it force, by mm -hmm. and so uh, something we, has to be done. Yeah, we got to know what violent is. Mm -hmm. Because violence doesn't mean that we run out here AK with swords and yes. AK-47s and, 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 and bones in our nose and all of that. <laughs> you know, uh, violence means to take up the word mm -hmm. and become knowledgeable of who you are, first of all. Mm -hmm. Because you, you can't really stand for something if you really don't know your true identity. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people do not know their true identity as being black. You know, as being black. Now, now I'm sitting here with you, with you two, and and enjoy it. And as you said, we both, all three of us, are people of beautiful color. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, however, that color, 
never made me segregate or separate myself mm -hmm. from people that weren't the color I am. Mm -hmm. right? You know, because I never felt intimidated by them. I am a king in my own rights. Mm -hmm. You know, and whether you want to acknowledge me or not, as long as I know who, who, who I am. Yes. You know, we, we we're only intimidated when we don't know who we really are. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we've got to know who we are biblically so we won't become so overwhelmed and so in in into who we are that we become arrogant and vain. Yes. And that means we start losing sight on. So we start looking up with our nose mm -hmm. up and we don't we stop looking in our peripheral. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we we need to make sure our peripheral is always at work. Mm -hmm. Because no matter how high you go, you need to be able to see on the left mm -hmm. and the right That's and it. in the back of you. Mm -hmm. you. And even down if you think you're going up. You know, when you get up, that's why you hear me talk in my messages and service all the time. It's not that I'm against anybody being married, you know, if that's what you choose to do. Mm -hmm. But you have become so engulfed in this that you've lost your idea. Yes. Yes. You don't know who you are as a person, you know. And you're no good to nobody if you don't know your worth. Mm -hmm. That's it. If you don't know your worth without it, you know, without it, that is the most valuable part. And, and so what we do as a people of color, uh, they, you know, people that are um, not no color, then they come to where we cook greens and cabbage and, and, mm -hmm. and all of that, and they buy our food, but they run right back to their safe havens, you know. <laughs> and uh, we need to think about how we conduct ourselves as well, you mm -hmm. know, because a person calls you a savage, you don't have that act like a savage, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or maybe that's why they call you a savage, because they see you acting like it, and they put the whole group, the whole uh, um, race with it. Well, I mean, you know? some people judge a book box cover. I want to say that too, like, yeah. just because somebody's sagging their pants or has red lots of them mean they're criminal. That's and, right. I, and I'm a personal witness to that. I've had people that I went to high school with that were the nicest people, but just because they sagged their pants or just because they smelled like Let's say marijuana. Mm -hmm. They figured they figured they're a criminal oh. that, that mm -hmm. they that they kill or that they steal, which is not true. So I think even us as a black people need to quit doing that too. Yes. Because I see our own people judging our own people. Yep. And I I I personally feel personal strong about that because just because somebody dressed a certain way does not mean that they're a savage. And that a lot of people judge a book by their cover. Which and if you think about it, we do the same thing. Yes. Because we figure if we don't dress in let's say a suit or a tie or something like that, or we don't see somebody dressing in a suit or a tie then maybe they're, they might be suspicious or I might lock my doors. You see what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. if somebody comes across your car with a suit and a tie, you may not lock your doors. And those you know are what I mean? the ones. Exactly, but if somebody Ooh. comes with some dirty jeans <laughs> or a messed up fro, or maybe walking with a limp, they could have just tripped and hurt okay. their ankle mm -hmm. or something, but they walk with a limp, but you're thinking, oh no, they, they may be homeless. They can be the richest person walking right next to you Most and they know it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think, that not even just black and white, but as a whole, even our own people. Because let's be honest, most of the time what holds ourselves down is our own people. And you and know that's viewed again by the news. Because when it's somebody with uh, 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 which is dreads mm -hmm. or locks, yep. Yep. and they hit that news. Now, mm -hmm. this is a murderer now. Mm -hmm. But they hit that news. They, the, they put that picture in you. Yes, yep. they don't give them a full profile. Mm -hmm. As a mugshot, only thing they show is the neck up, yep. and all you see is eyes and dreads. Yep, that's it. And so, if you see uh, um, 
someone else that is not of color, they're sitting back. They have a profile, like a, a it's a, a college picture. They got a family picture a, or something. A, yes. Yeah. Now, I know yeah. it for a fact. Seriously. That's too. serious. So yeah. that is what Seriously. also puts me in the place of, I'm going to lock the door. Because I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. If I see uh, three or four brothers coming and I'm in a car by myself, I'm locking the door. And let me tell you why I'm locking the door, because I don't know. And if I see a white man in a suit and he's with uh, Mary Sue with a dress, no, I'm going to no, lock no, the door. Well, that's, see, that, but that's what I'm saying. You should do it all around, period. I'm not yeah, saying that. Yeah, no, I understand yeah, exactly some people, what you're saying. Yeah, some people, or in a certain neighborhood. For instance, I don't know if y'all heard... Ludacris' car got stolen, right? Mm -hmm. His car got stolen. He left it running, right? My thought is you should never leave your car unlocked running, period. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in the suburbs or wherever, mm -hmm. you know? But some people in the mindset, you think because I'm in the suburbs, I can leave my car running. And my door's unlocked. I can unlocked. leave my doors unlocked. I leave my house door unlocked because I'm not in the hood, right? Mm -hmm. But what happens? You get robbed, killed, shot, and be like, oh, it happened in the suburbs. Well, I it's can't happened. believe it. It's exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. And that's <laughs> my point. It's, it's no matter if you're white, white, black, brown. If you're gonna do that, keep, keep your same, keep that same energy with everybody. Yes. Period. Uh, you are absolutely I right. I do. Yeah. And now I lock them quicker for whites than I do blacks. You know, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not being uh, prejudiced at all. Matter of fact, let me change and rephrase it. I lock them. Amen. I lock them when yes. I get in the car, no, at the house. I mean, I make no, sure my doors yes. are locked. Yes. In case somebody I even somewhere. do it with kids. I don't trust kids. Your best not because they are they'll, they they'll. are the uh, um, the bait. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know yeah. they are the bait, and you I've learned and through the word yeah. how to be wise uh, when it comes to my compassion, yeah. when it comes to my empathy, when it comes to me caring. Mm -hmm. I had to learn that. To balance so it. It was chopped and yeah. chiseled and everything, and I. I told Bishop, well, sir, I don't think that. Okay, don't think it, but this is what the words say. Yeah. Or look at this and look at that. So I, too, had to be, because I see a kid, yeah. and let them be by themselves. Oh, yeah. Come here, baby. It's just the compassion. And I don't yeah. even know that, that all of them is on their way to get me because the bait was sent. Or, or they'll do that and ask for some money, right? But they're going to take it back to their crackhead parents or something. I'm not saying that's yeah. all happened, but they do that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, so I had to like, learn that, too. They use their kids for stuff, and that's as, as wrong as it is. It's crazy. You, you know, one thing that I'll say to both of you, with both of you, in uh, what you're saying is that over in Iran where they have war mm -hmm. and fighting and stuff mm -hmm. like that, uh, they, they hardly, they very seldom use men to carry bombs and, mm -hmm. and blow up. They use the most vulnerable thing and what the uh, enemy would be more susceptible to, and that is women and children. Yeah. You know, so in, in the military, you're taught to not trust anyone, mm -hmm. male, female, or even a child. You know, or the elderly. Oh, yes. Elderly, yeah. You know, that's, that's on a cane. <laughs> that's and, real, or the wheelchair. You're yeah. like, oh, let me help you. Pop, pop. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I saw a movie one time, and this old lady <laughs> walked in the bank, and some other people came in later oh, behind yeah. her, and then she had a little shawl on and everything. And that old lady, when, they, when it was time, she threw that shawl off and had a double barrel shot. No, she did. And she was shooting up the whole bank. Yeah. I said, uh-uh, they never thought never great. Never thought. You know? never think. You know, and. How about good morning? Yeah. Oh, sweet never yes. Want some right. cookies? <laughs> Glory. Isn't he good? Right. Want some mints? And get ready to slit your throat. Why, oh, side note, why do old people always have mints? 
somewhere in my thirties, you know, when I came to the truth of the Sabbath. However, prior to that, you know, I was just like everybody else, and and I really tried to uh, keep uh, keep uh, them uh, in mind and keep my ideas and my thoughts uh, to okay. They 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 were just like I was, uh, Sunday worshipers and and all of the, the frills that come with that. And uh, so I try to say, okay, it took me, it took me a year and a half to convert, but it took me a year and a half because I was so used to who I was, where I was, and how I worship, you know. And in that, you know, in that it, it was, it was my life, you know. I, you heard me say yesterday, I've never been in the world, you know, uh, and, and, and I'm grateful that I've never been in the world because I see young people now itching to go to the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, 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 it's a dangerous thing out there. The world always makes you think you can handle it and you can choose what you want and reject the things that you don't want. But when you begin to get out there, it becomes fun in so many areas. And before you know it, when you do come up for air, you realize you're so far out and far mm -hmm. gone, you know. And so when I say I wasn't, I've been in church, I was never in the world, very true. I haven't been saved all my life, though. In the church, I would go out. In the church, I would I would have cocktails. I've never done drugs. You know, but but I, I, I thought I was, I thought I was, number one, I thought I was fine. Mm -hmm. Amen, when I was uh, when I was young, you know. And uh, That's right. some people don't know why I get on them now, because I see them. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have been through those things, you see those traits, you know. Mm -hmm. Not thinking you all of that, but other traits that lie dormant. It makes you attack that because you see it. Mm -hmm. You know, you see it coming, but that's when wisdom set in, and you see that young one coming across the street, and they mm -hmm. think they're coming with a game. And by the time they get <laughs> in the street, you tell them, look it, I've already played that game. You know, I've been there and done that. But, you know, even being, you know, even going out every now and then, I never was out of the church, you know. Um, and then when I came into uh, my calling as a pastor, um, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to be a pastor because it looked like they made money. Mm -hmm. You know, they did. It looked like they made money. They sat in the best seat in the house. You know, they wore nice clothes and all of that. Never did I realize that that calling comes with more than you can imagine. And if you get something to wear, you got it hard. And you better not wear too many things too many times because the folks are going to be talking about you taking the money wearing on your back. Anyway, I went into the calling of it and, uh, and, and, and ordained at 21, you know, and, and um, not perfect then and not perfect now. But I began to learn so much more mm -hmm. uh, about who I was. And I became comfortable in my skin with who I was, you know. Uh, one thing that I did, because church folks were very critical, and they would dog you out, you know. So I had earrings, you know. And, uh, oh, you you are this, that, and the other. And the word they use, God, ain't in that. That's not saved. That's not holy. Mm -hmm. A preacher can't wear earrings. A bishop can't wear earrings, so I took them off. You know, I took them off. And yet they still found stuff to talk mm -hmm. about. And I never forget that. I spoke with my mentor, and I told him, I said, you know, I really went, you know, 
I don't know what to do anymore. I said, uh, it's hard to please people. And he looked at me and bust out laughing. And I couldn't understand because I was pouring my heart out. How <laughs> can you bust out laughing at me? And I'm pouring my heart out, you know. I'm trying to learn how to be the right type of pastor. And you tell him. So what came out of his mouth blew me away because he looked at me and he said, you're about the craziest fool there is. You know, now you calling me a crazy fool. And I'm, again, pouring my heart out. But the point he made was, why are you trying to please people mm-hmm. when it's the Father yeah. Yeah. that called you to the task? Mm-hmm. If earrings make people look at you different, then you can take them out and they're still going to look at mm-hmm. you different. Yes, you know, so uh, it, it was there that I put my earrings back in. And I won't take them out for nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm Bishop Dr. Herman H. Davis, mm-hmm. and I'm the king of this house. Mm-hmm. And he uses me every chance he gets because when he called me, he didn't call me because of I had or did not have earrings. Yes, yes. He taught me for the soul of me. Yes. And this is what a lot of people mess up in, especially even throughout Christianity. They never look at the soul of anybody. Mm-hmm. They always look at the outer part of the person, and then they judge from there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to make a long story short, <clears throat> I begin to move forward in my ministry, and the Father began to bless tremendously. Um, and... Uh, I just always had a desire to want to study. I always did. If I didn't know, then I had I had excellent teachers that that brought me around to various things. Uh, one of my teachers was uh, Maurice Bowens, and the other teachers were like Lou Craig, and and then uh, uh, Bishop Robert Smith. Uh, not to not that I'm throwing out names, but those are some of the people that were very spiritually instrumental in my life. And in that, in that, I began to move forward. And never did I ever realize, I, once I, I knew I had somewhat of a handle on pastoring, and I started getting the people together and had church and building and all of that good stuff. Uh, wow, I got it. But I learned that pastoring is not with money. Pastoring mm-hmm. has nothing to do with clothing or the high seat. Because to all of those things, there comes such a major price. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you're not real about the calling on your life, those things that you won't get through life as the calling is, you're going to give it up and want to walk away from it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, I came across a lot of spiritually influential people. And I don't mean influential by being stars or known in uh uh, you know, in the media and all of that, but they were influential because they had a word in them, and they they taught me, they directed me, and they guided me in that word, and so here I am. Then I moved into another place, and that place was such a a place where I've never been before, never, and uh, it wasn't that I had any company or anybody to go with me in that place. I, literally was in that place by myself and you really don't know how it is when the father puts you in a place and you're yet in the midst of people but you're in a place all by yourself mm-hmm. and uh and as you all have heard the story i was teaching a minister's class i was preparing ministers for ordination so they could pass and be ready and all of that so i was teaching his class and in that teaching i was dealing with the book of revelation and uh, dealing with the seven seals, mm-hmm. and got to got through one to the sixth seal, 
And I went to open that seventh seal. But before I opened that seventh seal, as I, you all know, I like to make sure I have good, good lessons planned and, and, and literature and everything else. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I really started working on that seventh seal. And in me working on that seventh seal, I went to the book of Daniel. And in me reading that book of Daniel, I tell you, it opened my soul. It brought a truth in to me that even in my willingness and desire to reject it, I could not wow. reject it. Even when I got mad at it, when I got frustrated with it, because I've been in church, Sunday was the day. Mm -hmm. Easter was the resurrection. Christmas was the birth of Yahshua, and at that time, Jesus Christ. His name was God. His name was Jesus Christ, and all of that. Now, here comes something that was totally, totally in opposite of what I stood for. So when, when I hear and, and the move of the Father comes through this word and begin to talk about the Sabbath and Sunday is not the day, I know how you feel. I know you feel, first of all, you feel very offended. Who is he to tell me what day? So the comfort zone is, well, every day is. Mm -hmm. Now that's when you know you got a person. Mm -hmm. When they start removing themselves from saying, just Sunday is, mm -hmm. and every day is. And mm -hmm. that's what they're doing now. I don't do it to anybody to say, now, I got you. Uh, that's a waste of time, and that's something that is not even in my character. Mm -hmm. But I am saying that if he done me, there's others out there. They just need to hear. Yeah. They just need to know that they're not there alone and they're not by themselves because people are very cruel in the house of prayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cruel. Especially when it comes to a teaching that they are not laid foundation in. Yeah. You know. And as much as I have to say this, as much as they are so embedded in what they've been taught, they honestly know that that teaching was passed down to them. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many pastors that know the truth. There's so many pastors that know the Saturday is the true Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And when the members go and ask them, when is the true Sabbath day, they pawn them off. Or I've heard them say that our pastor told us not to come over there no more, mm -hmm. you know, or to listen to us anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's fine, you know. When you don't listen, there's others that do. I will. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and we're not trying to convince you to listen to us. But the reason, Think about why they're telling you not to listen to us, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so, you know, I, I begin to work on this truth of the Sabbath because I didn't want to get it like people say that, you know, they, they thought we were going uh, seven days Adventist, and I'm here to tell you they are some lovely people. I love them, but that was not my ministry. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe in the speaking in tongues. I, I believe in the shouting and the praise and receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and uh, I then found out that that was not uh, no it was required I, yes those things we do want to do however it was not I only thought it was with Sunday worship you know so uh, I, I began to do my research and I began to dig and, and um, I never want to get away from speaking in tongues I never, because there's an anointing, there's a power in the ability to speak in tongues. 
Mm -hmm. I don't want to be able to handle the word like I handle my everyday life. Yes. I want the word to be so strong and overpowering that he gives me more knowledge, take me into places that I could not go on my own. Yes. I don't want to deal with the logic of it, nor do I want to establish a, a body of believers that are changeable. The only thing that makes us want to change things is because we want it to fit us. Mm -hmm. it's many people for professing to be followers of the Holy Scriptures and we know that's all over based, uh, based their beliefs for Halloween Sunday as a day of rest and worship uh, on the false doctrine that the Messiah was resurrected on Sunday morning and this is something that when we begin to really 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 blew it out the water when I really begin to realize that that resurrection of the, uh, Yeshua the Messiah was early first day morning. Mm -hmm. His resurrection wasn't that first day morning. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 everybody reads the scripture as though when Mary and Martha got there that he rose. Mm -hmm. No, he didn't. He did not rise at that point. He, when Mary and Martha got there, they got there and the angels told them because the stone was already rolled away mm. that he's not here. Mm -hmm. Now, why wasn't Mary and Martha there earlier? Because they were forbidden to travel during the Sabbath. So they prepared spices and stuff for the body of Yahshua Messiah during the Sabbath, but they could not travel. Mm -hmm. So when they left, they got to the sepulchre, which is the tomb, early first day morning. Mm -hmm. Early first day morning, and the scripture says that. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't there. Right, right. He had risen already at the ending as the sun went down of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and it says, with this doctrine exposed as a lie, what authority is there for keeping Sunday? Now, that, that's a major question. We, 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 we mm -hmm. see now that the resurrection, now we use. Uh, Acts 20 and 7, if I'm, if I'm correct, off the top of my head, how Sean uh, Paul went in on, you say, Sunday, and he preached in the synagogue on Sunday, and, and that's not true. He went in at the ending, he went in before the Sabbath ended. His message was so intense that it carried on into mm -hmm. first day. Mm -hmm. You know, and he had to get the message completed because he had to leave on the mark. Mm -hmm. That's what the scripture said. You know, so when we, when we when we take this here and we we where did Sunday come from? Mm -hmm. I mean, really, where did it come from? With so many pastors and so many preachers knowing that Saturday is the Sabbath, have we ever wondered how did we get here on Sunday? Mm -hmm. Honestly, my opinion is like everything else. You know, so when I begin to think, where did Sunday really come from? You know, uh, how did it become a part of such a major move of what people confess to be believers? Because to me, if you're going to believe the Father, then you want to do what he says. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. Yes, ma'am. You know, you, you know I, I, as much as I went on Sunday, I didn't soon realize that it was traditional things that put me on Sunday, my grandmother, bless her heart, she was saved to the bone, and I know she made it in because you're not held accountable for what you don't know, mm -hmm. you know, so she raised me in the way that she, the best she knew how, 
you know, which was on Sunday. And that was all I knew. But I praise the Almighty for bringing me into a truth that made me even come against what I believe. Mm -hmm. You know, in Genesis, when we, a scripture here, in, in Genesis 2 and 3, this is a scripture mm. that so many people read to justify the rest day, yes. you know, and, and we're going to talk about that. But it says here in the second chapter of the book of Genesis, the second and the third verse, it says, And on the seventh day Yahweh ended his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. They said it again. The third verse says, Then Yahweh blessed the seventh day mm -hmm. and set it apart, set it apart to be holy, because in it he rested from all the work which Yahweh had created and made. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that alone right there kind of made me stop and think, why the Sabbath is so vital? Mm -hmm. It is vital. Well, I mean, do you? I mean, we all Sabbath keepers, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and I'm blessed to be among Sabbath keepers, mm -hmm. and, and I don't mind being among other folks, but they, I will always talk to Sabbath. Mm -hmm. You know, what do y'all think about that? Well, you just read it, Genesis two, two through three. Um, in in that order, he uh, um, rested on the seventh day from his six days of creation, mm -hmm. and he. Uh, blessed it and mm -hmm. hollowed it and he set it apart that is one of the main scriptures in my not knowing of anything about the Sabbath believing that I attended the church to come and just visit that something was not right because it wasn't on Sunday however it was something about it and the not right of it that made me come again and made me think about it at home and made me talk about it with the people who knew Sunday was right like I did and talk about why was sun why is Sunday right and I will be honestly um, uh, truthful with you we were high and I introduced my experience on that Saturday of what was said and taught and what I learned that day was called Sabbath school now I'm a sinner I didn't know anything about church but to you know go on it on certain days and don't swear to God but it was something about what was taught that made me want to talk about it. You know, it's just certain situations and certain topics that's real good when you are in a, uh, on a higher plane and it's always God mm -hmm. that people talk about whether they're drunk by liquor or high intoxicated by a drug, and it was. And this is it. This is so plain. On, in six days, he worked. On the seventh day, he rested. He rested. Yes. On the seventh day, he set it apart, mm -hmm. which means no, every day within the six days mm -hmm. is not the day that he, he hollowed set or set, set apart. apart. Yes. Even in the uh, uh, man-made calendar, it starts with Sunday being the first day and Saturday being the seventh day. Yes. Even if we count it as, the, as they are... Um, uh, brothers and sisters did in the Bible, sundown, sundown one, sundown, sundown two, and not calling it by the days of the week that we do now, is still the first day, mm -hmm. and Saturday is still the, the seventh day. day. Yeah. So I don't know how, even if nobody knew ever about the Sabbath, 
if this scripture is read to them first learning, first teaching, first time heard of it, it's made so plain that you can't argue with it because in your books you can pull up the uh, calendar. In the, in the Webster Dictionary, you can pull up uh, what's the first day, what's the seventh day. On your phones that we trust so much in, we can pull up the calendar. Mm -hmm. The calendar on your wall, go look down in your bathroom. Whatever you want to do, if you got a bad um, Gucci watch, the ones that show um, the calendar, and they Sunday is the first day, mm -hmm. Saturday is the seventh. Yeah. There's no way around it. Mm -hmm. And it starts from the beginning of that if you believe in the scriptures. Exactly. So nothing against nobody. However, I don't even have to say that, but I'm just saying that you know it's just you know you taught to be kind and stuff <laughs> like that. But what I'm saying is there's no other way to look at this. It said it. No other way. There's no other way to look at it. I haven't found it. Yeah. Well, me personally, when I came to the Sabbath, I really going to church, I really never thought about. It. I just knew we was going to church on Sunday. So I really never had a dispute of days personally. Mm -hmm. Even when it came on Saturday to me, it was just I was just going to church. So I don't necessarily have the experience of until after I got in for a little bit. But mm -hmm. I never had the personally the experience of like Sunday is like your Sabbath. I've never had that. I just growing up, you just knew Sunday was day to go to church. For me personally, it was a day to go to church. And to me, when I would start going Saturday, to me Saturday was just day to go to church. So I started learning. And then when I started learning, then it started making sense. And even with the Sabbath and everything, um, I think my biggest one was the holidays more than Sunday. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is I can use an example of coming to church. Like most people come and they join, but usually what detours them is not necessarily always coming on Saturday. Sabbath is the holiday. Mm -hmm. Like 110%, it's not the Sabbath. It's the holiday. It's the holidays that prevent people from coming. It's not the Sabbath being Saturday and not coming Sunday. It's the holidays. Yeah. And personally, from my experience, that was, even though I know we're talking about the holidays, we're talking about the Sabbath, but that was mine, mm -hmm. was the holidays and learning, especially when it came to the scripture in Jeremiah talking about the Christmas tree. When I learned that scripture when we first started, I was like, Psh. Ain't no Christmas. Yeah, it was over. Like, well, I learned, well, I learned that scripture. No I'll never forget that was the Sabbath school of York Street. I learned that scripture. Mm -hmm. And I know it by heart ever since then. Mm -hmm. Because when I learned that, I was like, man, I've been doing this. Because if anything has been stuck with and been told and interjected, was the holidays that was more traditional than Sunday. To me, Sunday and the Sabbath, like, I didn't know the importance of until I started coming to mm -hmm. the Sabbath church. The importance, personally. Other than that, the main thing was the holidays. Expect that gift. Yes, yeah. I mean it's all about you. you yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 not to didn't need to go into holidays. Oh, I'm no, not talking no, about holidays, no, but that no, yeah. that's why it's I, part of it. Right, that's right. your experience, yeah. and, and you want to share your yes. experience with it, you know, and and that's a good thing because the greatest thing or the hardest thing as a pastor coming into this truth was to try to teach people and steer them and gear them and encourage them 
through the holidays. Yeah, that's the big one. I swear. You know, if we had a wife that belonged here and the husband didn't, yes. it became a battle. A big you know, battle. You know, and it'd be and cool until he gets to the holidays. Yeah. Yes. Like, right now, let's say somebody joined right now, they'll be here all the way yeah. until it gets to. November. I'll say November before they, because yeah, before Thanksgiving, and then it starts to click somehow, and then you slowly start to see the patterns start to change. Then you gonna start buying gifts. It's November. Yep. Black Friday. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and in that, you know, I had, you know, I do tell everybody it takes time to convert. Exactly. You know, so you 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 you're not gonna be able to go cold turkey Christmas. Mm-hmm. Most of you all are not going. To <laughs> yeah. You know, you you enjoy Christmas. I had to. I, it took me about a year, uh, maybe maybe just a year, mm-hmm. to to just relinquish Christmas. And yeah. I was so excited after I was able to master it. Then I saw, as you said, you saw, read Jeremiah and I did too. But there's so much more there. Yeah, it is in reference to holidays, it is. paganistic worship that I don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be. Uh, in in era mm-hmm. of uh, my love to my father, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. and, and that's the thing that got me here is that it's not because somebody convinced me co- to convert mm-hmm. or to come in, or yeah. I was trying to be different, or it daring is. to be different, or trying to be popular, or any you of read that. It for yourself. That's and, what it was. I read it for myself, yeah. and then it was my love for it. Mm-hmm. See, when you love something, you make sacrifices, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and 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 so. I loved him, as all so many people said. And then what left me when I was without full knowledge of it is that okay, if you've given me this knowledge because I love you, then what are the other people doing to say they love you? And then you told me that if you love me, then keep my commandments, mm-hmm. and this is your commandment. So yeah. what kind of love is these other people doing? Exactly. They're serving about? and worshiping on Sunday. That becomes a fighting word right there. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't, I'm sorry. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Then, then for those of you say that you keep it, but you go to church on Sunday, yeah. how can you say you keep it? Yeah. Because he said, if you offend one, yeah. then yeah. you're guilty of yes, a lot. Yes, you know, so... So uh, there it is, and then it says, the scripture says, the seventh day is the day Yahweh rested. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, he therefore blessed this day. So if he blessed this day, mm-hmm. and we always talk about we want to be blessed of him mm-hmm. and by him, why don't we do the things that create blessings on mm-hmm. us? Right, that makes sense. You know, why can't we do the things... That, that, that create. It says the definition of the word Sunday in the Westford Student Dictionary is the first day of the week. The definition of Sunday. So, you know, when you really start studying, and, and, and I encourage you to really study Constantine, because that really starts telling Constantine and the Roman Catholic Church. It starts telling you the story of how we left the original plan of the Father and took on yet another slave mentality. Man, and that's Sunday. Yes, sir. We went into slavery just like we were talking earlier about if they would just say everybody needs a vaccine instead of pulling out the black and the brown people, mm-hmm. you know, then it would have been. But here, that, that's a form of slavery. Yeah, yeah. Here we are again with a form of slavery. It, it says, so the definition of Sunday is the first day of the week. Let's go to Exodus 3, 31 and 15. Yes, sir. Can I, while we go Most certainly. It says the definition of the word Sunday in the Webster's Student Dictionary is the first day of the week. Genesis 2, 2 and 3 says, 
on the seventh day he rested. Yes. And he hollowed it and he set aside. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a debate. Mm -hmm. It's not an it's argument. Not. Yeah. We're not forcing you, trying to force you, or trying to convince you, but it's so real. Yeah. It's so lovely, lovely. And it makes you stand more than a confession. Mm -hmm. Like the Sabbath makes you more than a confession. It makes you more than a confession that is right here. In the beginning, it said that on the seventh day. And then it tells you that Sunday means the first day. Mm -hmm. And by all right, they should be called first day worshipers. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the, 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 your word, God, read it for yourself. The God of Sunday is the sun God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with Yahweh at all. And in Exodus, the 31st chapter, and the 15th verse, it says, for six days, again, we have it here, for six days, work shall be done. Now, this is the instruction given unto us. Mm -hmm. Now, Genesis, Genesis 2, 2 through 3, we saw where it was telling us what the Father did mm. and how the Father rested. Now, look at this, Exodus 31, 15, it says, for six days, work shall be done. Is giving us instruction. Mm -hmm. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. Mm -hmm. Now let's let me let me talk about rest because we know some of you comedians out there, some of you religious comedians, is gonna say you rest on Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Saturday Sabbath. Because mm -hmm. you're gonna say, I go get my hair done, I go to the grocery store, get my nails done. Mm -hmm. That's not the rest the Bible is talking yeah. about. Laying up, laying in the bed, watching TV on it. That's not the rest. You must understand. Spirit never needed rest in the magnitude mm -hmm. which our fleshly yes. creates rest. Mm -hmm. That's just a day rest. off, right? Right. Yeah. You know, but when he said rested, that means he is now telling us to reject ourselves from the things that we've done six days mm -hmm. and just focus solely on him only. Mm -hmm. He said he was jealous. Mm -hmm. So he said, I want the seventh day of your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I want every day. I want you to live holy. I want you to pray. And I want you to communicate with me. But the seventh day, I want you to love me so tough that you dedicate this to yes. me. You don't think about your ins, your outs, your ups, your downs, your highs, your lows. You get excited on Thursday, really. That's when yes. you should make preparation for the Sabbath uh -huh. on Thursday. Yeah. You should not go out and do things on Friday and because you know the Sabbath rolls in at 12 noon. Mm -hmm. Then you get right in at 12 noon. Mm -hmm. No, you should start making preparation for the Sabbath on Thursday night. Preparation. But the Sabbath really comes in at sundown on Friday. Let's finish reading this. Mm -hmm. it, says, it says, holy to Yahweh. Whoever does any work, and this is scripture, now, now, if you would just hold on for me for a quick minute, I got your Bible, KJV. Well, I encourage you to read it in your Bible because it's just saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. It says here, it says, uh, let me read that over. It says, uh, for six days work shall be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. Holy to Yahweh. Holy to Yahweh. Holy to Yahweh. You've taken the seventh day and made it your day. 
The day that is to be holy to Yahweh, you are out doing your thing. Nails done, hair done, growth, everything because you've been taught first natural, then spiritual. But I won't go into that one. And that, let's, let's continue to read. It says, Whoso, whoever, whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you said grace and mercy, and it's not that detrimental at this point in time. But let me understand, let me give you an understanding, even in the midst of grace and mercy. Understand this, death does not have to come by way of the lack of oxygen mm -hmm. or the laying in a casket. You can be spiritually dead and won't even know it. Wow. Yes. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to read the 16th verse. Okay. Therefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath mm -hmm. to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Here we go on. As a perpetual covenant. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a word right there that blows you out the water. Mm -hmm. Perpetual means even after death, throughout generation. So it doesn't matter how long we live. This was established for even now. Yes. But even now, isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. the, 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 the seventh day is still the Sabbath day. Many examples of men breaking the Sabbath are recorded in, throughout the entire Bible. Amen. One, to break the Sabbath, Yahweh's Sabbath is very displeasing to him. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are really interested in him, not yourself. Because I do believe, and no judgment on nobody, I believe so many people go to church for their own selfish reasons. Mm -hmm. And it's not selfish to the point of their souls being delivered. It's selfish to the point of, I need, I need, I need, give me, can I have, etc., etc., and etc. Amen. Uh, somebody, let's, let's read over in the book of Numbers, mm -hmm. the 15th chapter. Did you get that already? Number, I didn't. I'm here. Thank you. Okay. Numbers, the 15th chapter and the 32nd verse, starting the 32nd verse. While the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. And those who found him gathering sticks brought him to Moshe, which is Moses, and Aaron, and to all the congregation. They kept him in custody because it was not clear what should be done with him, done to him. Then Yahweh said to Moshe, Moses, the man must surely be put to death. Mm. All the congregation, all the congregation shall stone him with stones outside the camp. That 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 right there, I know. We, we we're not putting you to death, we're not stoning you. But the reason why it was severe is because the people needed to know that the father meant what he said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we're always doing these kumbaya uh, Christianity things, but the father do have a revengeful side. Mm -hmm. He does, and he does not play when it comes to his word, his order, his instructions. He does not play, and he, this was done so we could read it. Mm -hmm. Now, nobody's going to stone you, absolutely not, and nobody's going to physically put you to death. But you will physically put yourself to death. Mm -hmm. Because this is his word, not Bishop Davis, not Elder Candace, not Elder Scott. Mm -hmm. This is his word. Mm -hmm. And whether you want to believe it or not, it does not negate the fact that he established it. Mm -hmm. Now to be put, put to death and to be stoned can be in many things. 
Amen. In, yes. in many ways. Mm -hmm. And in many ways. Elder Scott got us in Isaiah 58, 13 through 14. Mm -hmm. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from breaking the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure, your own business, your own pleasure, on my holy day, mm -hmm. and call the, the Sabbath of the lights, the holy, the holy day of Yahweh honorable, and will honor him by not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, mm -hmm. nor engaging in idle conversation, mm -hmm. then will then will find I'm sorry, then you will find your joy in Yahweh and will cause you to ride on the high places of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Yaqab, which is Jacob, uh, your father, for the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it. And I thought that one was very impactful to me because number one, that's one of the main reasons why when I read what I read and start to say that scripture, why I don't play even my video games on the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's not giving no homage or anything to Yahweh. And that's, it's not giving it, but it's for my own pleasure, which gaming, that's my pleasure. You know, that's not the pleasure to him, even though it's what I like to do, but it's what I like to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's what made it different. Just reading the scripture by itself, it says from your own business, your own pleasure. So anything that's pleasurable in your own business, you have to put it so take one day. It's just one day. Like mm -hmm. take one day off from from what you want to do, you know, and think about what he's done for you, you know, and everything yes. like that. So yes. it's amazing how many people are selfish mm -hmm. throughout their whole life, and even to their their servitude towards the Father. They're selfish because it still always remains about them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it it always remains about them, and uh, you know. The Sabbath requires I, 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 the, the Sabbath requires you to eliminate, and you think it'll be difficult. You think it'll be hard, but it is so refreshing to get excited to not talk about your issues, good, bad, or indifferent, mm -hmm. uh, and and dedicate yourself and consecrate yourself for the work of Him. Because not enough people, even that go to church on Sunday, consecrate or dedicate themselves for the cause. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so people want to say we're deeper. No, 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 not at all. We're not deep at all. We're just loving. Mm -hmm. And that's how I sum it up. Yeah. You know, I don't want to say I'm deep because uh, 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 my love for him makes me so willing mm -hmm. to do his will, you know, yeah. and not to try to be deep as I'm some great theologian. I don't want to be a great theologian. I just want to be able to do the mm -hmm. will of the Father and, and love him uh, as, oh, as he has uh, so required. Yes, so this... As he was reading, I heard it say, it's giving you instructions on how to keep the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simple instructions. You know, to refrain from yourself. Yep, mm -hmm. You know, and, and a lot of us, we don't even, we're so much of who we are and we're so unified with ourselves that we don't know how to refrain from ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know how to do that. It says, uh, where, 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 where do, uh, I'm sorry, we, we, we do know for most uh, of the confessing believers, they, in, in the New Testament, they, they say that this is where they get their, their stand for Sunday worship. However, and they said that Yahshua the Messiah done away with the Sabbath on the cross. Mm -hmm. The Ten Commandments, that is. That's not true. No. He did not, he said, I did not come to destroy the law and the prophets, but I came to see that it is fulfilled. Mm -hmm. 
You know, now I know their theological aspect of it. They've gotten so deep that they see where he has nullified it. It was nailed to the cross, and by him alone, he fulfilled it. So we don't have nothing else to do. That's not how this was. He came only as an example. Uh, uh, he came only as an example. And if he come and came as an example, that meant for those that believe should and must follow that example. Mm -hmm. If I can. Yes. Stamp it. In Matthews 5, 17, what you just said, it says, do not even think. Mm -hmm. Like, don't even think that I have come to destroy the law mm -hmm. or the prophets, yes. which they talked about is done away with because it's the New Testament. It's the New Testament. I have not come to destroy them, but to establish them. For truly I say to you, unless heaven and earth passes away, not one jot, the smallest of the letters, will not, in no ways pass from the law until all things are perfected. Whosoever therefore will break one of the least of these laws and will teach men so, he will be called the least in the kingdom of the Yahweh. Least in the kingdom. But whosoever will do and teach them, the same will be called great in the kingdom of Yahweh. For I say to you, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will certainly not enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. Uh -huh. And so this is the new. Mm -hmm. The new, yes. New Testament. Testament yeah. Referring to the Old Testament, mm -hmm. which is the law which is the beginning that so many people use in Genesis 2, 2 and 3. Yep. It's coming back with our brothers Matthew yep. saying, listen, this is what Yahshua, who we believe, went to the cross mm -hmm. and sacrificed the flesh for us and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. This is what he said. Yep. Don't even think it. Mm -hmm. I know that you believe I went to the cross mm -hmm. and because I was uh, um, uh, uh, crucified and I died upon the cross, the flesh, mm -hmm. I know you might want to think because of Acts. Right, right. And, and Paul, Shaw, it was teaching beyond the, 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 the time mm -hmm. of the Sabbath that this is it. It's not done away with. Yeah. The letter from the beginning is the letter yeah. in the end. Yep. So, it is. I mean, it's that, and I'm just so grateful and like us being able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. The Sabbath is our testimony. Yeah. The Sabbath is why we're able to stand and exactly. be free from the scribes and the Pharisees, which I've been taught and been able to be pushed to, uh, to study that the scribes and the Pharisees is my own fleshly desires, yeah. my own fleshly thoughts. As you said, Elder Scott, that on the Sabbath, I don't even have to pay attention yep. to. Yeah. Not meaning they're gone because, who on yesterday, you said the enemy will flee. Mm -hmm. But then I say the enemy will be destroyed right. or gone. Yes, right. That will rest with me. Mm. Because flee means, in my mind, before even thinking that, I didn't even pay attention to it deeply. Mm -hmm. That's why you do have to be deep. Mm -hmm. And not like all about yourself deep, but, but you hear, hear it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Be able to hear it because I read that scripture in the name of uh, Yahshua, the name of Jesus, the enemy will flee. Mm -hmm. That means gone. You ain't got to worry about it. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But when you made it plain yesterday, the enemy will flee. And when something flees, it's just in the cut. It's yeah. in the cut for the in the, in the cut. That, listen, that word yesterday was something mm -hmm. else. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we want to encourage you to go go to Facebook. Mm. Look up yesterday was Ooh, January the 30th, yep. 2021. Mm. Look up that 
like a knife. I'm here to tell you so. You know, don't throw no bones in my yard. Well, it's you know, only cutting the scribes and the Pharisee within it, it's us. It's only cutting the scribes and the Pharisee. You know, so. That is within us. Amen. You know, and we've got to understand the word from, as you call it, the Old Testament to the New Testament mm -hmm. is not separate books. They're mm -hmm. volumes. Mm -hmm. Volume one and volume two, that's why we call it that, because it is to complete the whole man. Mm -hmm. It is, it, the word is a completeness when you read it as it is. It is to complete the whole humankind, to give us a strength to know who we are in the midst of this, or stand in the midst of this, who we are in racial injustice, who we are and who we serve in the midst of the coronavirus, mm -hmm. and all of these other things, mm -hmm. because it is, it's, it's going to be vital in a minute. We can be taught a lot of things. Mm -hmm that doesn't necessarily mean that it's from the Father. Yes. And there is a curriculum out there for Sunday worshipers. There is a format for even preachers to be taught, taught and trained in some of the best schools. Mm -hmm. You know, but is it the word? That's the thing. Yeah. And when you, again, when you go and ask your pastor, I can almost guarantee you they will either tell you, yes, Sabbath is, the, Saturday is the actual Sabbath, or they will say to you, uh, where did you get that from? Where did you hear that from? Stop listening. Don't go over there and all of that. As Yahshua's custom was, so should ours be. Mm -hmm. So Yahshua kept the, kept the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. He obeyed the Father. It says the four, uh, the, uh, the four books, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I call it in your way, mm -hmm. we, are, we are going to pronounce them in, in, in your terms so you know it. They all spoke of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They all spoke on the Sabbath. And they outlined the life of Yahshua while he was here on earth. Mm -hmm. So they laid the example down. Luke 23 and 56 says one. And as we go to that, sir, I would like to um, give a note from you. It says, confession is not enough. We must live this word with the character and attributes of Yahweh. And so you just read that uh, about Yahshua. He came as an example at the very outline of what we should do. Yes. And so and it, everything that he did was surrounded by the law. 23 and 56 in the book of Luke. It says here, then they returned. Then they prepared spices mm -hmm. and ointments. Then they rested the Sabbath day according to the commandment. There we are with more proof. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is why Mary and Martha did not go to the sepulchre on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Matthew 5, 17 and 19. <clears throat> and it talked about, um, I had just said that he didn't come, don't even think that he came to destroy the law. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He didn't come to destroy the law. Not one jot nor tittle of the letter should be done away with. And you know, a lot of people, uh, what I've learned is um, in the fight against it is the letter killing. Well, that's true. If you don't follow the letter, it does kill. Because you are not following that. So you have the kill part of it. I believe that the, uh, uh, 
uh, where, where it comes in, the death part of it comes in with the letter is, if I have something that I'm supposed to follow, mm -hmm. and I'm not following it, mm -hmm. then I'm, a, I'm fighting against it. This is not what I believe, so I'm not going to read it. This is not what, I, what I'm doing, so I'm not going to follow it. So the letter does kill it. But it only harms those that who do not who don't believe it and don't follow it. Mm -hmm. Because from the beginning, the midst of it to the end, it is the same. It is the same. Different witnesses, same teachings, same law, same prophet. Mm -hmm. And in five, Matthew's five seventeen, it tells you that don't even think it. Mm -hmm. Just like don't even inquire about the God, their God. Because if you inquire about them, it leads you into a different world. It leads you into a different thought. It leads you into a different zone. And now you are torn in between. Now you have a war, not against the enemy, mm -hmm. not against your negative thoughts, but against Yahweh. Yeah. His yeah. law and his prophets. Yeah. Because prophets are real. Yes, as they real are. are they, as um, we read them, mm -hmm. the same. Why would he change up anything? Yeah. We have, I tell you, this has been a beautiful conversation. Mm -hmm. and I truly enjoy talking about the word period. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily just have to be about the Sabbath, but it is so imperative that we do now talk about the Sabbath. We pray that you really enjoy this conversation and uh, even in the midst of it being something that you've never heard of or you disagree with or you're not sure of, just go into your scriptures and search it out, pull it out, look, look at it for what it really is and not even for what we're saying it is. Find it for yourself. Mm -hmm. We are grateful for each and every one of you. Mm -hmm. We are so honored to be here with you. Yes. And we want you to most of all subscribe. We want you to hit that bell. Yep. And we definitely want you to comment. Again, I say we want you to subscribe. We want you to hit that bell. And we definitely want you to com comment on this page, on this podcast. We love all of you. We yes. want you to know you are somebody. We encourage you to remain safe. Wear your masks. Please pull them up over your nose because if you wear them under your nose it's just as being as wearing no mask at all yeah. so we want you to social distance wash your hands as often and as much as possible because that is one of the greatest deterrents amen and we want you to be encouraged mm -hmm. we want you to be lifted amen and most of all we want you to be set free we love you and remember yes. at all times you are so <laughs>